And now, for a podcast 20 years in the making. Shit, them boys is having the time of their lives. <laughs> it will be in your head for the next hour when we sports, history, just pure randomness. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. With your hosts, Robbie Nelson. A team that is known as the Bears. The Bears. And the Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. And Mike Chips. That guy's pretty good, if, if you like. 6'5", 230-pound quarterbacks. Laser, rocket arm. Are you ready for Welcome to the Dog And the boys are back to Welcome to the Dog Pound here in West Des Moines at Kitts Corner. Um, we've been off for far too long, but as always, I am your host, the dog, Robbie Nelson. And of course, my partner in crime and the main man, Mike Kitt. Say what's up, Mike. How's it going? And uh, I know we've been off for quite a while. Uh, I think the end of April, around draft time. So it's been like two months at least. So feels good to be back on the mic. Um, we got some fun stuff to talk about, I think. And we're getting close to football season. And you guys know how much we love talking about our season previews. I think uh, the one we're going to do this year is going to be extra fun. I know Mike already has uh, questions for me, and we'll probably get into it. We just want to see what your expectation is, Rob. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that here for in a I, couple I weeks. I can't that wait for Paul fun. Rose to get fired after the season. <laughs> Come on. So, anyway, um, we are going to talk about something that's been relevant in the news lately, and that is Area 51. So... For people that don't know, um, there's been like a petition going around and people making memes and on Twitter and Facebook and shit about how they want to raid Area 51, which is asinine. But Are you going? <laughs> we'll get into that after I talk about uh, what I'm going to talk about. But I thought it would be relevant to kind of talk about the, the history of Area 51 and why people are so fascinated with it, so... What do you know about Area 51, Mike, before I get started? Um, it's basically an area that's occupied by the Air Force. This is true. Different different things could be tests, flights, Yep. aliens, if you think that. What? Aliens, if you think that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's actually pretty much it. Um, so, a brief history of Area 51, and I love Area 51 because uh, there's an arcade game I remember playing. It was called Area 51. You got to shoot the aliens and stuff. That was pretty sweet. Um, it had the, like, the blue gun that was connected to the arcade machine. All right, anyway, so during wo- World War II, the Army Air Corps, which was a precursor to our modern Air Force, built several runways in Nevada. Uh, I almost called it Nevada. <laughs> it is Nevada. Stupid Iowa. Nevada, Iowa. 
in Nevada, including a pair of small runways at what was called Groom Lake. They named the spot the Army Air Corps Gunnery School. And then after the 1940s, the runways were abandoned. In the early 1950s, the CIA entered a partnership with Lockheed to develop high-altitude aircraft to use in surveillance missions. Clarence Johnson of Lockheed helmed the project. He formed a department of engineers and test pilots that eventually took on the name Skunk Works, of all things. The Skunk Works department was famous for being very secretive and nearly fanatical in the pursuit of their goals. So then, the CIA and Johnson both knew that the secrecy was critical to the success of this, so Johnson needed to find a location to develop and test secret aircraft. He wanted a location that was remote enough to avoid notice, yet still close enough to a major city so that supplying the facility would not be a monumental task. The site would need to be easily accessible by aircraft and out of the way of commercial as well as military flight paths. It also needed space to house a sizable force of military and civilian employees. In 1955, he traveled to Nevada with test pilot Tony Levere, special assistant to the CIA director Richard Bissell, and Air Force liaison Colonel Osmond Ritland to find a good place to use as a base of operations for test flights. Ritland trained at the gunnery school and told Johnson about it. Johnson decided the location was ideal for the, the operations they were trying to do. Johnson named the a area Paradise Ranch as, w as a way to encourage workers to move there. Eventually it was just called The Ranch. Four months later, crews completed the initial construction. Then you, you 2 not the band, <laughs> the, the aircraft. Ba the band, right? The band. <laughs> Test flights began and President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed an executive order restricting the airspace over Groom Lake. The CIA and the Atomic Energy Commission, as well as Lockheed, oversaw base operations. Eventually, control of the base would pass to the Department of Energy and the Air Force. So I have some various years and some facts about it. So, in 1957, the AEC distributed background information on Nevada nuclear tests to the press. The booklet describes a small base at Groom Lake called the Watertown Project. The booklet claimed the facility is part of a project to study weather. So then in 1961, the, the restricted airspace expands upward, but not outward. It measures 5 by 9 nautical miles in size, but extends up to space. It is designated R-480 AN. A year later, the Department of the Air Force expands the space again, but this time the perimeter grows to 22 by 20 nautical miles. This forms what they call the Groom Box because of Groom Lake or just called the Box excuse me, as it is known today. No flights, whether commercial or military are allowed in the restri that restricted area except obviously the test flights on the base. So in 1962 the first A-12 arrives at Groom Lake. The first test flight takes place two months after the aircraft's arrival to the base. CIA pilots arrive at the base nearly a year later to begin flight training. And then in 1967, the first MiG-21, which was a Soviet aircraft, arrives at Groom Lake. Officials named the testing program of MiG aircraft Have Donut. 
Some pilots begin to call the restricted airspace above Groom Lake Red Square because, obviously, the Soviets. 1977, years before the public became aware of the stealth fighter, the first F-117A prototype arrives at Area 51. It's called the Half Blue. I always love stealth fighters. Those are baller. So then in 1982, the first flight of the vehicle known as Tactic Blue takes place at Groom Lake. Like the F-117A, Tactic Blue is a stealth vehicle as well. In 1984, the base petitions for an additional 89,000 acres of land to increase the size of restricted space around the facility. Guards forbid the public from entering the area before it is officially withdrawn. Raising concern and criticism of illegality (coughs) from locals and tourists, the land request is approved by Congress three, three years later. In 1988, a Soviet satellite photographs Area 51. Popular Science magazine runs a photograph giving most U.S. citizens their first chance chance to glimpse the secret base. In 1989, Robert Frost, a civilian employee at Area 51, dies. An an autopsy shows that his blood contained high levels of dangerous chemicals like dioxin and dibesafurin. His widow, Helen, and other affected workers file a lawsuit against several, several government officials. In 1994, Frost claims her husband died as a result of exposure to dangerous chemicals. Robert Laser appears on television and claims to have work on reverse engineering alien technology at the site not far from Groom Lake. In 1995, Area 51 acquires two locations popular with tourists and curious locals, Freedom Ridge and Whitesides Peak, and closes them to the public. President Clinton signs an executive order exempting Area 51 from legislation and investigation in order to preserve preserve national security. In 1996, Nevada uh, names Route 375, formerly known as the loneliest highway in America, to the extraterrestrial highway. Skeptics around the world groan in unison. 2007, it appears that the crews are building a new hangar, much larger than the existing hangar. One website claims the hangar size to be 200 by 500 feet and also 100 feet tall, which is really big. In 2013, Area 51 is identified by that name for the first time in declassified CIA documents through all operations at the facility are all still kept secret. No mention is made of aliens in these documents. In 2017, the New York Times reported that between 2007 and 2012, the Pentagon spent $22 million annually to study UFOs at the request of the Senate Majority Leader, (coughs) Harry Reid. The program ended when the funding for it dried up. And then, of course, this year is when the thing went viral with uh, signing up. So that's just some facts about the history of Area 51. Also, you know, you have the Roswell, New Mexico incident where they thought a UFO landed, although Roswell's really pretty far away from where this area 51 is but the legend is that they moved the alien and spacecraft to area 51 at that time so with that being said mike what i wanted to ask you first is do you believe in aliens and second if you do do you think area 51 
has had them or currently houses them. One question. How do you find an alien? Does it have to have a human form? No. Okay. I don't think so. Then I do believe in aliens because there's definitely matter in outside of the earth that so any so any still, can no, no, no. let me organism. rephrase okay. it still has to be intelligent life it just doesn't have to look like us okay uh that's tough i don't know i don't think so i don't know if there's other intelligent life out there i feel like we would have have made contact with them even though the universe is very vast and big well, that's what i was gonna say but it's, it's there's probably corners of it that even our best scientists having even you know no doubt but it's just i i think there's definitely organic matter and stuff that you can see and consider alien life forms but it's not enough to be intelligent life you would you would think it would be similar to plant life yeah like something like that where it's living but it's not like a thinking creature yeah it's not them designing spacecraft to travel travel vast majorities (laughs) of the world to come seek out you know okay it's right. not the movie Signs here. The Science. stupid aliens yeah. come to an Earth that's covered 80% by water. Water, and they're... And they're allergic to water. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. They'd be a little smarter than that. You you would think so, but maybe they're not that intelligent. Maybe. For me, as you know, I'm, I love conspiracy theories. I, I do believe in aliens. However, I don't think Area 51 has any. Because... <clears throat> If they did, they wouldn't keep them there. I think they would have just studied it and been gone. If if that ever happened. And destroyed all the evidence? Yeah. Okay. But do you think at one point there was aliens at Area 51? Oh, the Roswell thing? Yeah. 100% happened. Okay. So you're I don't know if it was like a dude from Mars or whatever, but I, I do think a spacecraft crashed, and I do think it was an alien life form. I don't know what it looked like. I don't know if it was a little green man. Or if it was a blob or whatever. But I, I think that happened. Okay. I don't think... Pieces of the spacecraft's probably still somewhere in Area 51. But that life form's not there anymore. So... Because I, I don't think they had the technology back then to like keep it alive or whatever. So, so with that, do you think... What was their purpose of coming to Earth? Or the, the life crafts? What was their purpose, the alien of coming to Earth? <clears throat> I think it happened on an accident. Okay. Just happened so to crash. So they just land. crash landed and then we didn't know what to do. So we just hit it. Well, no, no, no. It just it literally crash landed and then yeah, we just hit it because we didn't want the people to know cuz I mean, this was what the 50s. So so now what if they came out and said, "Hey, there was alien craft. This is all the documents from it." Do you think it'd be pandemonium? Uh, pandemonium like just people uh, wrecking shit and knowing there's other life forms out there, or why haven't they released this? I think they're still, still doubt. I th- I think they're st- still scared too, okay. because even if 2019 is very different from back then, you, I mean, how would it reflect or re- affect religious people? How would it affect, you know? other governments how would it affect people's trust in us i mean i feel the same way as i do about the jfk thing that's why we will never find out what actually happened even though they released documents 
It's, I mean, this is the thing about conspiracy theories, man. Like, yep. there's a reason that that stuff never comes out because if it did, it would just break shit. Would, Which you think it would split people down different yeah, party I think, lines? Is that what you're thinking? No, I, I I think there'd be people very excited about it, honestly, because it would be like, hey, we're not alone in the universe. But I think there'd be a lot of people pissed about it and being like, what are we gonna doing about this? Where if they're trying to to kill us, where are they? Rating NASA or whatever. More paranoia. Yeah, it'd be paranoia. Okay. Now, to go back, how you mentioned like JFK, what what would be the point of not telling the people the truth of that? Or do they want? They don't want the country split up and. Because they've lied all these years. So you know, originally, why do you think? they wouldn't tell people right away because the CIA was behind it who's actually holding <laughs> all the information I think they had a hand in it yeah okay. I I mean so you the, know the government wanted him killed so that's why I, they're hiding there's him. a lot of people that wanted him killed yeah you know my feeling is I think the mob did it however I think the CIA had a hand of covering it up because they were in cahoots with the mob for what reason to get rid of JFK for what reason because so, the Bay of Pigs okay. gave the CIA a bad name, yep. and it messed a lot of stuff up, and it got him, you know, a bad rap. So I think they wanted JFK out of there because that was part of it. Because he was pissed at the whole the whole cabinet for giving yeah. him false information, yeah, and then giving bad name to yeah. CIA. I just feel like after three or four years, all of a sudden the president's gone. It's just done with. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, I don't know why they they had to go kill him. Yeah, but, I mean, there's – just think of our history. I mean, yeah. there's probably a ton of stuff like that that we will never know about. Yeah. Different people being killed or yeah. just disappearances and stuff like that. Yeah, I just – I think that – this is just one of those things that they just don't want the people to ever know. And so they have these other documents that were released basically, you know, because we're going to do a JFK no. one a different time because <laughs> we're just going to go down a rabbit hole. And that's fine. I just with, I do understand that with that situation, uh, with Jack Ruby killing Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald is definitely sounds cover up because, yeah, you know, like that guy wasn't a good citizen. He wasn't doing that because he loved the president. No, he was doing it to cover up crap. Now, I, f- I don't know if yeah. it's the mob, the mob doing it or anything Yeah, ties like with that. him, I'm just saying. But it's just interesting that that happened. And I yeah. Just, I, I, it's one of those things you don't know how many conspiracy theories are out there, but you wonder why it's being done, and you'll never know. Very true. So... Do you think if people stormed Area 51, so I think there's like over a million people have signed this thing, how far do they get on Area 51 before they're all killed? These are unarmed dudes like you and me. Like this. But do you think, you think literally the government would shoot them if they're unarmed? Did you see what the Air Force said? They basically said that they didn't say it but they're just like if you come we will take action like what's action though that's what i mean what's action like how how much are these 
secrets that are there worth? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to kill? I, and I think that's what these people are trying to do. But, but to me, is like if something was like, yeah, I'm sure these these the land and stuff is just open out there. But what like buildings aren't locked, so if they took they came up to it and they're like trying to knock at the door to get in, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It like, depends on who is with them. Maybe they got like former military guys that got gear. I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like, <laughs> I guess I have no no need to know and know what's out there. Sometimes, sometimes it's better time better to not to know than to know on certain things. Like look at like a lot of the stuff. So you like you want to be you want to be blind to it, and just be like I don't I don't want to know about it. I really don't care. So there there's nothing that's ever happened that you wanted to know, like that you don't know the outcome of, but you really do want to know. Like, is there a conspiracy theory that you buy into? Not really. None? No. Oh, come on, Mike. This is why I want to ask you about, at some point, about some conspiracy theories if you believe in. Let's not do JFK. Let's do a different one. Okay. Because JFK I want to spend a whole section on sometime. Okay. So ask me. Right now. Let's let's fire it out. Do you know what chemtrails are? Chemtrails. They're... So basically, the water condensation that comes off the back of an air, uh, of an airplane in flight mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is considered a chemtrail. Um, some people, conspiracy theorists, think that this actually consists of chemicals and biological agents to keep us um, like have aluminum and barium and uh, basically. Uh, <laughs> It's that it's like it's the fl- floor or fluorine in the water type yeah, type of thing. It's, it's a thing to keep us subdued, and it's this is what's giving us all cancer. <laughs> well, that's no, no. I don't I don't believe that. However, I think there are things that have happened that are probably leading to the, why everybody's getting cancer. Okay, but I don't think it's that. Because that, you're telling me every single airline is just dropping these chemicals. You know how many air, you know how many airplanes are in the air at any time. Yep. That would. Be <laughs> that's no, that's stupid. Okay. That's stupid. I no. Um. Where'd you go on the dark web to find that one? Uh, just a few places. Okay. Uh, here's one that uh, Cody has given me before. Oh, our uh, local friend that loves conspiracy theories as exactly. well. Exactly. Um, yeah. The conspiracy, the the theory that most of our political government is run by a series of mole people <laughs> that are in human bodies. I remember him talking about mole people. No, yeah. get get the get the fuck out of here, oh, mole people. Okay. <laughs> that's, um, that's funny though. What about like the 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 disappearance of Elvis that he was still alive? Oh yeah, I buy into these Elvis, Tupac. All of them. They're all still alive, just hidden. Well, somewhere. Elvis is probably dead now. He's old. Well, but Tupac, hundred percent alive. Okay. What about Adolf Hitler? Oh yeah, he definitely went. Okay. Oh, this is getting me excited. Have you watched any of that shit? No. Oh man, you need to watch on. Uh, I think it's on a History Channel, or whatever. Anyway, is very, very, very likely that where he was with Ava Braun towards the end before he quote-unquote committed suicide that he escaped to South America with a lot of the other Nazi people. I 100%. And just the lived, C- lived the CIA the spent money trying to find him down there. Like, lots of money. How much money? 
I had I would have to look it up. But there's actual documents showing that the CIA were looking for him because they actually believed because there was so, so there was a burned body, but they can never prove it was Adolf because the, the people. So the Russians are the ones that found the body. Mm-hmm. They said it was him, and then later they tested it, and then it's like, no, this is not his body. So. So what's the theory? Is that he went down there and just lived out the rest of his life and didn't well, do a single thing? He like, was. What's it matter? If they were he, trying to. So they escaped because they knew that they were effed, basically. But they were they were going to South America because so they were trying to basically regroup. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where it was never going to happen. So I think he just basically lived out his days. Okay. But that wasn't the initial plan. He was trying to escape. So and they then, were trying to escape to start another. Yeah. Area. Okay. I was like, what's the point if he didn't do it? That was like the contingency plan. That's why all these other Nazi officials ended up down there. Okay. But yeah, 100% Adolf Hitler lived to be an old man down in South America. Okay. Uh, Here's another one. Um, Do you believe that the Denver International Airport is stands as an underground city for the New World Order? (laughs) Where'd you find this one? Oh, this is this is this is a good list I found. <laughs> the, what was that even mean? New so, World so Order. New World like Order. Like WWF, be, NWL, or what? No, like, <laughs> uh, like a new like organization that basically runs the world, right? Interesting. Okay. I I can the, see some where some of their theories is is because it is a very un, very unusual large size, like bigger than the airport needs to be oh, at that what's, point. What was crazy is where it was built at the and time distance. in the middle of nowhere. It was huge. So that that's I remember going to it when I was li- like when I was little before like it started expanding out that way. Yep. So that's some of their theories that it's actually hiding uh, basically a new organization under <laughs> under the ground up there. <laughs> so it's like a James Bond villain that's running a <laughs> I do find it su- all right, all right. With this one, I do find it suspect that it was built where it was. The what they say the reason was they thought Denver was going to expand, which it kind of is now. But they did that way before it was going to. And the only reason it's expanding now is because they legalized weed. So. Was it was it just a visionary that somebody had that that they knew it was going to expand that far? That's that's the working theory, but. It might be hiding something else. I don't think it's an NWO, but... Okay. What's your thought on... So, this is a little bit more uh, groups than just an actual theory, but how much do you believe that free... Like, the Freemasons and the Illuminati cover oh, cover man. up a whole bunch of things? Oh, like the 100%. Movies. You know how many books I have at home about this exact topic? Oh. And I, I tend to agree that... Uh, like different organizations cover stuff up like the CIA and you know stuff like that but I just don't know how much I agree with it being aliens or it being uh, <laughs> it probably wasn't that like, but especially but cover up money the the source of money or early the, early or America so early history stuff 100% like to, yes I don't know how active that stuff is now although I think there's very wealthy people that are still involved with it but oh yeah like early American history up to I don't know probably the first couple world wars I think it was very prevalent I 
I'd be fascinated to find out that was true. That would actually make my day. Because, like, the shit I've read on it, it's just, it's awesome stuff. Yes. Ooh, I like that one, Kit. Do you believe that one? Um, Freemasons? For life? I mean, I, yeah, that and the Illuminati, like, Illuminati and stuff like that, I think there is definitely groups that, that hold stuff back. I just don't know, you know, to what extent, I guess. Um, What's your thought on... The U.S. government knowing that 9-11 was going to happen and, <laughs> or even George W. Bush letting it happen. Oh, you're going to get me in trouble with this one. To basically allow it to happen so that he could, you know, keep his presidential or raise his presidential liking, likeness at that point. What's funny with this one is this is not the first time in U.S. history that people suspected that the president let something happen. In order to enter a war, look at WW2, uh, uh, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, yep. A lot of people think that FDR let that happen. I'm not one of those people. Oh, 9 11. Uh, God, I don't really want to get into this. I'm going to get in trouble if I say anything. I don't think George knew anything. At I, all? I. Th- no. I, see, that's where I think they knew. That there was a risk out there, they just couldn't tie it to the, that. That exactly. Oh yeah, with, yeah. Like they, I think there was people in the intelligence committee or in community, excuse me, that knew something like that was going to happen. But they couldn't pinpoint to that exact. exact happen. Yeah, I agree. They didn't. They didn't know it was going to be that day. They didn't know it was going to be. The, but I think they they knew that there was going to be an event in. A certain time frame that something was going to try to happen yeah like uh like a bombing of the white house yeah something like that yeah. planes or anything like that but okay. i mean i, I don't think anybody could have expected that they would have actually pulled us off with a plane with one of our biggest main towers yeah like, yeah that's crazy exactly no i agree with that um here here's another one for you what about um the manufacturing idea of Sandy Hook happening to try to raise information on gun control. No. Okay. You think the government would sacrifice little kids like that? That is asinine. I'm just reading off a list here. I just want to get you. (laughs) That one makes me mad. Uh, What about the conspiracy that Barack Obama was not um, Oh, he wasn't a citizen? U.S. citizen. Yeah, that's dumb too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... Probably about the list I have. Let's see if there's any more. Oh man, there's some more that I could really get into. H- if HIV is a artificial disease that was created to <laughs> created to control humans. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that one. Ooh, here's one for you, Rob. What uh, what's your idea that uh, RFID chips are all implanted into us to keep track of us? <laughs> They don't need that. They have our cell phones. Well, this is true. <laughs> um, here's another one you'll like. What about flat earth? Oh, my God. Flat earth people drive me bananas. Think about this, Mike. Have you ever seen the ocean? Yes. Okay. When you look out in the ocean, you literally can see the curve of the earth. Like, how do they explain that? The, so the water just falls off? So so there's a guy that is, is theorized that we're actually in... We're in a, a very large circle, right? Okay. And it's held with 
um, oh, like this wall, should be good. walls that hold up the entire ocean at this point. Walls. So, yeah. So there's this guy. I, I watched. <laughs> I watched a documentary on. I was. Oh my god. Oh, I heard about that one. I should watch that. And Just he so literally laugh. he claims that the 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 sun and the moon rotate around the earth and the earth is flat. And he goes, why, why do you not see planes that just go over Antarctica or go over the, nor- the, the North Pole? So he goes, all flights stay within this, like, this area. This wall. Never, yeah. So, like, he thinks there's, like, a, a, I don't know, like a wall that holds in all the water, like an ice wall or something at that point. So this is basically like the Truman Show. Yes. Where everything is in a huge, not a bubble, but kind of. Kind of like a bubble, exactly. <laughs> this guy uh, literally claims, he goes, he goes, yeah, it, it, the Earth's flat. He goes, if it was round, I should be able to see at least 70, 80 miles off in the distance. And they're like, no, the curve of the Earth would fall down yeah. quicker than that. And they're like, he's like, no, that's that's not good math. Like, he was literally. That's not good math. Okay, Brad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> I got one for you. Okay. Did the moon landing happen? Oh yeah, I think the moon landing happened. I, I do too, but just not when they say that said they did. They wanted to beat the Russians, so they, I I they think they staged it. it. Really? And then and the, when do you think it actually happened? Uh, pretty soon after that. Oh, so but then somebody else. Okay. That's one of my favorite ones. I remember watching, and I think it was like in so high school. So you think school. that was done in Area Fifty One? It was around there, yeah. Like in that area, they staged it. It was in the desert somewhere. Okay. Do you think there's actually moon rocks then? Like they brought them back later or they brought... They brought know, them back later. Brought them back later. Yeah. Because I saw there was an article that, like, the U.S. government has gifted, um, like, mo- like thousands of pound moon rocks to, like, different organizations. Mm-hmm. And now they've been stolen and, like, sold on the black <clears throat> market and they're trying to find them all back right now. I believe that. know if i have any more here what's your conspiracy theory thinking that the the new england patriots cheat <laughs> that's not a conspiracy theory this is true oh known facts Sorry. this is yeah this is a known fact this is a known fact i think that's all of them i have so you're not going to talk about uh <coughs> excuse me how they put fluoride on their water fluoride yeah that, that's, that's a conspiracy do they think it's like mind control? Is that what the thought yeah, is? Yeah, mind, mind control. I think it helps protect <laughs> our teeth. Look yeah. At, look at us versus England. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. it may. It, but is fluoride a poison? I don't know. That's a good question. You got any facts for us today? Mm-hmm. Not really. I'm trying to think of some facts. You're always full of facts. I know. We're literally in your place, in the corner. Lit- literally, Kit's corner. Yep. What uh, do you have? A you have? Do you have an Area One Fifty One fact? Ooh, I should. Uh, well, I read a whole bunch of facts. Yeah, but <laughs> you have more of them. Uh, do I have more? Not really. I did see. Actually, speaking of Area Fifty One, this can be a fact for you. Did you know that Area Fifty One does not have a road in or out of it? The only way to get to Area 51 is by... Like uh, helicopter or something? By or helicopter or, or plane? Yep. Hmm. So th- there's a fact for you. So, like, if they want to try to get as close to Area 51, 
they'd have to take either off-road vehicles or literally walk across the desert for I don't know how far. So, I guess it's the Air Force, but they have to have, like... They have vehicles there. But how they have to truck stuff in and out unless they fly it all in. Well, I'm sure they take the military-grade, like, huge Boeing vehicles... That's true. In and out. Yeah. That's a good fact. But I, I actually, like it. I actually uh, stumbled upon that when I saw that today that you want huh. to talk about Area 51. And that they said there's no way in or out except for flight. Because there's no roads to get to Area 51. Interesting. I like that. I wonder if there's any other big place that's like that where it doesn't have any roads. Like mountains, probably. Like Everest. But are you talking about like... No, just like a base or something. Military that base d- that literally doesn't have any roads. I don't know. We should talk about sometime the Fort Knox. Oh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories around Fort Knox. Really? Yeah, about how it's actually empty. And they and used all the gold. Yeah, because we, you know, we used to run on the gold standard, and then yep. they cha- uh, I think it was President Nixon changed it. And now the theory, because we were actually holding gold for other countries, and they've asked for it back, and we're like, oh, we'll, we'll get back to you. Really? <laughs> so the theory is we don't have any. Like, we, it's just gone. Like, what have we done with it? Like, just I don't know. Into, buried it? Yeah. Hmm. I, I listen to this other podcast, and they talk about shit like that. Because so. okay. there's another one about, uh, I've, this is from uh, Dog Walk from Barstool Chicago, so I, I got to give them credit. But... Uh, about how ticks and Lyme disease is actually weaponized. Have you heard about this? It's uh, a weaponized uh, disease. Yeah, like they, they did research the up in uh, up by Connecticut off the coast, and uh, it's this island or whatever they they do diseases and basically they were testing it on ticks. Whatever this Lyme disease was, it was actually man-made. Really? This is the theory. I don't know, I don't know for sure, but. What they didn't realize is like birds and shit would fly back to <laughs> mainland and spread these ticks because I mean they just jump on whatever. Yeah. Huh. And that's why like doctors are always afraid to like diagnose it properly and. Are they just not aware? Uh, maybe they're just not aware of how. Yeah. The proper diagnosis of it too, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So that's another one. Yeah. Well, there's also the other conspiracy too that Alpha's conspiracy, but the thought of. The vac- all vaccines give you diseases itself. Well, not diseases. Well, technically, vaccines do give you the disease, yeah. but it's a weakened strain of a lot of the viruses. But, like, the idea of That's why people autism. are anti-vaccine. It's so yeah. dumb. And then, and then they get measles and wonder why. Yep. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Not that I can think of. Well, like I, I said earlier in the podcast... Um, we'll, we'll have some sports-related stuff coming up. Um, I told Mike this, but sometime before we get too busy with like football season stuff, I want to talk about time travel in movies, which includes one of Kit's favorite all-time trilogies, Back to the time. Future. Okay. Because I want to get your opinion on what you think proper time travel is and stuff. But we don't have to talk about it now. I just yeah. want to plant that seed. And I might have a couple guests on for that one. Okay. So I think it will be a fun time discussion. Traveler? Is it is it us from the future? <laughs> we could do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, it's your kids. Marty, it's your kids. <laughs> All right. Well, it was fun today. Hope everybody enjoyed it. We will be back soon. And anything else from you, Mike? 
Rob's an alien. <laughs> well, I did have the nickname Orbhead that one time. That was fun because I had an alien-sized head. I still do. I just got fatter. Yeah, you do have the alien head. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate everybody uh, jumping on. Welcome to Dog Pound, and we will return very soon on our favorite show. Welcome to the Dog Pound. After the party is yeah. the Waffle House. Uh-huh. If you ever been here, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh-huh. Where people don't dance, all they do is yeah. this. Uh-huh. And after the this original, you the know remix. what it is. Welcome to the remix. It had to go down. I got something else to tell you about the new Motown. Oh, Where people don't visit, they move out here. And ain't no telling who you might see up in Lenox Square. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I miss the Freak Nick. Cause that's when my city used to be real sick. People from other cities used to drive for miles just to come and get a taste of this ATL. MVP, most ballin' this player Make my own moves, call me the mayor Monday night, you know things change with time Magic City back looking like 89 All my homies on the south side up in the Ritz Tuesday night, the Velvet Room, same shit Wednesday, strokers, I don't go no more Cause they don't know how to treat you when you come through the door Thursday night, was plush, but we moved the fuel And I be up in the booth, drunk, acting the fool Friday night, at Kaya, they still got love And the shark bar be popping like it's a nightclub Saturday still off the heezy for sheezy You can find me up in one tweezy Sunday, getting me some sleep please I'm on my way to the deck to hit jazz and tease Holla And hey, yo, I'm from New York, man Representing NYC to the fullest